want to take a risk and talk about the soul of education. When we think about education, we usually think about people's heads and about facts and theories and filling them with that. More and more, we're starting to realize that emotional intelligence plays a role and that we need to bring in fun and emotional engagement to enhance the learning experience. We're even willing to acknowledge that our bodies have a wisdom that needs to be integrated in the classroom, a point that Ken Robinson's talk made so beautifully when he tells that story of Gillian Lynn. The talk of the soul is still a taboo. So today, I want to describe what education with soul looks like. I want to speak to the power of inviting soul into the classroom and to the costs of not doing so. As someone who works at a business school, it's my aim to make a convincing business case for the role of soul in education and therefore in our businesses. But first, let me define what I mean by soul. The Latin root of the word inspiration means to have spirit inside us. In that sense, to inspire is the opposite of to expire, to breathe out. So I think of spirit and soul as that which gives us life, that which animates us. I use these words interchangeably, but think of them as that unique spark of each individual's essence, as it were. Today, my question to all of us is whether we are doing enough to nurture that spark of individuality in each of the young people we encounter, and also if we are doing enough to nurture our own souls. I will describe education with soul in three ways. It is education that helps us find our passion and our purpose. It is education that asks powerful questions, and it is education that requires teachers to become mentors and coaches. So let's go back to point number one. Education with soul helps us find our passion and our purpose, and not just jobs. Our education system was designed to serve an industrializing society. We needed factory workers, lots of them, and our schools were designed like sausage machines. In that world, you got a head start in life by knowing content knowledge, facts and theories. And indeed, the more knowledge you had, the more power you had. And good for you, you'd probably end up being the boss of the factory. Well, today, as the point has been made so many times, all of that knowledge is available online. Nevertheless, our outdated educational system lines young people up in rows, and we tell them what they th we think they need to know. However, what our world needs now, more than ever before, are leaders and entrepreneurs. We need creatives and visionaries. We need people who will make jobs and not just take them. In order to navigate through a rapidly changing world, what our young people now need to know is not only facts and theories, that is important, but they need to know themselves. They need to be anchored in their values, their vision, and their purpose. This is what gives young people a head start today, and this is what education with soul provides them with. My second point is that education with soul asks powerful questions and gives fewer answers. Knowledge about ourselves cannot be found online, and it can't be found in books. Knowledge about ourselves only comes through engagement with the world and reflection upon this. And so as educators, we cannot teach young people what they now most need to know. We cannot give them the answers. We can only ask powerful questions that promote powerful thinking. Today, we need to equip young people for a world where there are no longer any easy answers. But as teachers, 
We're not comfortable with open-ended questions. For one, they're a pain to mark compared to the multiple choice, one right answer approach. However, our spiritual traditions are comfortable with questions. Indeed, they're given life by engagement with the ultimate mysteries. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is it all about? To teach in this way requires a radical change in our understanding of what it means to be a teacher. And this is my third point. Education with soul requires, as the good prof told us, teachers to become mentors and coaches. Instead of being the person at the front of the classroom with all the answers, we need to move to sit alongside our students and help them find their own answers. If we think back on our formative years, what really engaged us about the people who truly inspired us was not what they taught us, but who they were. They listened to us. They cared. And most probably, they were leading purposeful lives themselves. So far, I have described education with soul in three ways. It is education that helps us find our passion and our purpose, and not just jobs. It is education that asks powerful questions and gives fewer answers. And it is education that requires teachers to become mentors and coaches. So now I want to give you an example of what this looks like by telling you about the business school that I helped to found. The Tertiary School in Business Administration, AKA Tsiba, uh, opened its doors for our first students in 2005. Our students major in entrepreneurship and in leadership and self-development. And the curriculum which we designed and got accredited for, accreditation for, is grounded in powerful questions. These questions help to develop our students' soul alongside the knowledge and the skills that they need. In the first year, we ask our students to engage with the question, who am I? In the second year, it becomes, what is success? In the third year, it's, how do I add value? And in the fourth and final year, the question becomes, what is my work? In other words, what is my purpose? Remember point number two? <coughs> Education with soul asks powerful questions. Just before our students graduate, we take them to the mountains for two days and nights of solo time with no distractions. It's a deeply challenging process that I myself have undertaken, and it's the very best gift that I know to give them. As they ready themselves to enter a world that I can never prepare them for, the very best thing that I can help them to access is that quiet, still spot within where their own answers reside. I cannot prepare them for every eventuality, but I know that if they know how to dig deep and find sustenance within, then they will be okay. I take this approach because I truly believe in point number three. As educators, we need to be mentors and coaches. We need to be that person in their corner who gives encouragement and also at times just silently bears witness. In the process, I have found that the definitions between teacher and student blur as I learn from them while they teach me. Tsiba is an example of an institution that taps into soul and some of the finest examples of leadership an authentic power that I know are our students. And one of them is Cindy Khawe. In her first year at Siba, Cindy fell pregnant. And just before she gave birth to her son, 
her grandmother died, and this was the woman who had raised her. When her son was just a few months old, his father was brutally murdered, and Cindy was left without the two people who were going to help her raise her son. Cindy dug deep. She persevered, and she graduated in minimum time. And when we went to the mountains, her intention statement was, I am a free woman who is full of love and responsibility for my family and community. As a single mother, Cindy was under immense pressure to go out there once she had graduated and earn a well-paying job. But Seba had helped her to find her passion. In the, past, in the last few months of her studies, she had already piloted a course teaching unemployed people career and computer skills. And she chose to stay on at Seba and become a community trainer, giving other people the gift of education that she had received. Cindy's story, I think, is an outstanding example of point number one. Education with soul helps us find our passion and not just jobs. Indeed, Cindy created her own job and is now helping other people find theirs. She could do this because we asked powerful questions at Siba and we gave her the support of a coaching and mentoring environment. I believe that the approach to education that I'm describing is one that we all yearn for. It is education that brings us and our children alive because it is education that truly values the whole human being, not just our hearts and sometimes, well, not just our heads and sometimes our hearts. It is education that inspires, education that cares, and education that truly brings out the best in every individual. Now, some of you might be sitting here and thinking, well, this sounds good, but this sounds like a luxury for rich kids. We've got too many challenges we can't implement in South Africa. No, it's not a luxury. All of the students at SIBA Education are on full tuition scholarships, and I firmly believe that we can no longer pay the price of not educating in this way. Dropout rates in our country are staggering. And I believe that one of the reasons for this is that we are not dealing with what is important to our young people. They don't find their education meaningful and relevant, and they don't feel valued. They don't feel seen. And even if they manage to pass and get a job, in this country, it's usually a dead-end one that doesn't bring out the best in them. So many of us know people who have burnt out mid-career because they've been chasing values and goals that weren't their own. Or we know people who redirected when they finally did find their passion and lost valuable years in the process. Even worse, we all know people who never truly bring their full selves to their world or their work because they've never found their purpose or they've never asked the right questions, or they've never had the support of a coach and a mentor to help give them that courage and support to follow that passion. Tsiba is a coaching community and a learning community that provides that kind of support and that courage. We've been graduating students for four years, and we've already produced four Mandela Road Scholars. I believe that that's I believe that that's possible because we've added soul to their education. And we've done that in three ways, and I'll repeat them. We've helped them find their passion and their purpose and not just jobs. We've asked powerful questions and, asked, and given fewer answers. And we've seen our role as mentors and coaches. And in the process, all of us, teachers and students, are more fully alive and more fully human for it. Thank you.